صباح الخير جود مورنينج دي ليسنرز يو ليسنينج تو راديو 3 سي ار اون 855 اي ام اند باليستاين ريمبرد وذ روبرت مارتن ناصر مشني اند يوسف احمد الريماوي Palestine Remembered is Australia's only English language radio program that is totally dedicated to Palestine. We'd like to welcome those listening on 855 and those that will join us on podcast at 3cr.org.au. Thanks for joining us. Stay with us and enjoy the episode. Bringing you the news and views and the untold side of the Palestinian struggle for freedom from a Palestinian perspective. Good morning, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Palestine Remembered. Today we come to you after the tragic death of Sheikh Khadr Adnan, another Palestinian martyr who died in Israeli jails this past week after his fifth hunger strike whilst held in administrative detention. I'm honoured and humbled to be joined by a couple of Palestinian international solidarity activists from the Samidun, the Palestinian Prisoner Solidarity Network. Good morning, Charlotte. Good morning, Mohammed. Good morning. Shukran for having us. Good morning, and thanks so much for the invitation. Charlotte, why don't you tell us a little bit more about Samidun? Sure. Well, Samidun Palestinian Prisoner Solidarity Network is an international Arab and Palestinian network of organizations and activists working for the liberation of Palestinian prisoners, which we see as part and parcel of and really necessary for the liberation of Palestine. We have chapters and affiliate organizations in different cities and countries around the world on an international level, and we work to build popular support and solidarity for the Palestinian prisoners, of which there are nearly five thousand in Israeli occupation jails at this moment, and approximately one million who have been in prison since the 1948 and ongoing Nakba. And we should mention, you said that number one million, to put it into context, as a percentage of the Palestinian population since 1948, it's something of the order of one in seven Palestinians has been incarcerated at any time in their life. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, currently, for Palestinian men in the West Bank and Jerusalem, approximately 40% of Palestinian men have been imprisoned at some point in their life. And the only reason the percentage is as quote unquote small as it is, even though that percentage is quite large and indicative of mass incarceration, is because of the fact that so much of the Palestinian population has been forcibly exiled from their homeland and denied the right to return. Mohammed, you're a Palestinian, so Charlotte is speaking to us as, a, as an adopted Palestinian. She's one of us. I know how I felt. I know how my friends, our Palestinian community here in diaspora, ethnically cleansed in Australia, how we felt after hearing the news of Khadr's martyrdom. Can you take us through Khadr's story and how how you came about it and how you felt? I mean, there is a specific relation, I think, between the existence of Samidun and me as a Palestinian joining Samidun and uh, Sheikh Khadr Adnan. Samidun started at first in 2011 and 12 for responding to a hunger strike that Sheikh Khadr Adnan was doing. And this was one of the main reasons why Samidun started to operate as an international network uh, to deliver the voice of the Palestinian political prisoners as they represent uh, themselves. It's not only Samidun as an organization working for or supporting the struggle of the Palestinian political prisoners, but I think Samidun one of very few who advocate for the struggle of the political prisoners 
as they advocate for themselves, as they as they see themselves and their struggle, without to adopt this struggle under any humanitarian law or an international law. The martyrdom of Sheikh Hadr Adnan is not a surprise for us. We have every day uh, martyrs in Palestine. But I think the significance of Sheikh Hadr Adnan and Basil al-A'raj, and this history goes to Ibrahim al-Ra'i, Palestinians, leaders from the political prisoners movement, who insist to turn the prison to a castle of education and struggle to a strong front of confrontation with the Zionist occupation. Khadr Adnan, he knows very well that he will pass away and he will be martyr. He wrote what he wanted to say before he passed away. He is ready for this moment because for him, this was a battle with the occupation. He was not blaming the Palestinian people that I am not receiving support. No, he was delivering himself to the cause of the Palestinian people and to the Palestinian people that they love because Palestine is not just a piece of land as well. So Khadr Aznan, he gave up on himself to the Palestinian people and to the revolution. And he know that by his martyrdom, this will create a lesson to the occupation, but also to us as a new generations and the Palestinians who will continue this struggle. So I think the best way to tribute and to give the respect to Sheikh Khadr Adnan and to the others martyrs, especially the political prisoners who are facing this confrontation, is to be behind them and to deal with them as the leadership also of the Palestinian people, not only vulnerable people who need some support. Those are the representative of the National Liberation Movement. Those are on the first front of confrontation of the occupation and colonialism. And that's why our job and our duty is to make their voice heard even though after they pass away and their story to be always immortal as the struggle of Palestine. Immortalized, yes. There is no question that when we think about the resistance required, the strength of character, the love for one's country, the love for one's people, to choose to physically starve oneself, to believe in something so much, to have such strength of character, to be able to will yourself beyond hunger, to be sustained merely by water and salt for so long. And as we know, this wasn't the first hunger strike. As you said, Muhammad, you started this work in 2011. Sheikh Khadr has been on a hunger strike many, many times. Khadr Adnan carried out his first hunger strike, if I'm not mistaken, in 2005. And his second one in, of course, 2011 to 2012, in 2015 and 2018, and again in 2021, and now, of course, in 2023. The previous four, while the first of his hunger strikes was dealing with conditions of confinement and prison and and, and, uh, circumstances of imprisonment inside the occupation prisons, the previous four hunger strikes in 2011 12 2015 2018 2021 in all of those hunger strikes he was fighting against administrative detention imprisonment without charge or trial and one of the things that Hadarad Nan was able to accomplish in those hunger strikes was actually fundamentally challenging and defeating the system of administrative detention which is used as a major colonial weapon of the occupier against the Palestinian people Like, for example, right now we can say that there's nearly 5,000 Palestinian prisoners locked behind occupation bars. Of those, approximately one-fifth, around 1,000 Palestinians are currently held in administrative detention without charge or trial. It is a completely arbitrary system 
in which the Zionist occupation military can literally send any Palestinian to jail for up to six months at a time, but that six-month order is indefinitely renewable. And so you routinely see that Palestinians spend years at a time in occupation prisons jailed with no charge, no trial, no form, not even a fig leaf of actual justice taking place in these cases. And what Khadr Adnan did with his hunger strikes, and particularly the last four hunger strikes, was to show that it is possible to defeat and bring down the system of administrative detention. And this is one reason why we certainly see the martyrdom of Sheikh Khadr Adnan as also, you know, another example of the Zionist assassination policy, because this was not an example that they wanted to allow to continue. Now, with his current hunger strike, he was not challenging administrative detention. It was actually because of his success in fighting back against administrative detention. While he'd spent over eight years in prison, over approximately 13 arrests, including multiple arrests by the Palestinian Authority, it's worth noting, he had during that time, the majority of his time behind bars was under administrative detention. So this time, what they did was they brought a so-called indictment against him in the occupation military courts. It's important to be clear that this is no more valid than administrative detention order. Over 99% of Palestinians brought before these occupation military courts are convicted, and they are based on literal military orders being issued at any time by you know the military commander in Judea and Samaria, as the occupation designates this person. And so this is a completely arbitrary System. What he was actually being charged with in the military courts was membership in a political organization and incitement for giving speeches about Palestinian prisoners. So in other words, these are exactly the same kinds of political allegations, political charges that are simply never specified to put people behind administrative detention. Khadr Adnan's wife, Randa Musa, said that they had they brought out 25 coerced confessions against him, you know, that are obtained through torture, through, I mean, over 90% of Palestinians locked behind bars, expected to torture. And Khadr Adnan always went on hunger strike immediately after getting arrested and just used to speak to the interrogators at all. And not, he had, they had no confessions by him. And of course, these confessions are simply acknowledgments of seeing Khadr Adnan, a public political figure, engaging in public political advocacy. And one thing that he was willing to do was to take on this level of self-sacrifice and commitment and love for Palestine and for his people to say, I'm not just going to limit the struggle to the struggle against administrative detention. I'm willing to put my body and life on the line just to bring an end to this entire system of colonial and unjust prison. And we use the word prison. Most of our listeners, Charlotte, you know, are in the West and they've got a concept of prisons. And I'm sure, like me, you, you'd like to see all prisons abolished. These are prisons in a colonial sense. These are freedom fighters. These aren't petty criminals, if you will, robbing banks and stealing cars and etc. These are Palestinian political prisoners who are being imprisoned because of their politics, because of their steadfastness, because of their struggle for liberation. And that doesn't fit in with the colonial occupying mindset. Mohammed, the occupation destroyed Sheikh Khadr physically, but not spiritually. I've seen and read a copy of his will, and as heartbreaking as it is to read, it's most uplifting in its spirit and its message to his people and to his family and country. 
thousands of Palestinian youth today are following Sheikh Khadr Adnan, not only in Palestine, in the Palestinian diaspora as well. The first response was after the uh, martyrdom of Sheikh Khadr Adnan was an action done by the Palestinian youth who are refugee for the second and third and maybe fourth time in Berlin, in Germany, where a German state also is following the repression of the Israelis and they are repressing, repressing all the Palestinian community and prohibiting all the demonstrations for Palestine, even not allowing people to raise the Palestinian flag criminalizing all the solidarity work that is done and also criminalizing the Palestinian German community who was part of this struggle. This is where we see also Sheikh Khadr Adnan used to play a very important role by sending solidarity message to the prisoner George Ibrahim Abdullah who is imprisoned in France or with the black prisoners in the US. He was very aware about how the struggle of the Palestinian prisoners locally is connected with the international movement of the political prisoners around the world who are fighting at the same world, in the same front, colonialism and occupation and repression. Second, I don't think only the prisons in Palestine is just the buildings that is built by the Israelis. Palestine itself, is, while it's occupied, the Palestinian people in general, I think we live in a huge, very big prison. Gaza is a very open prison. The West Bank today, with all the checkpoints and the settlements, is a more dangerous prison. Our people in 48, they face a lot of difficulties. The Palestinian refugees today in Europe, we still have Palestinians who live in Greece in tents. We still have Palestinians who are living in refugee centers, or they call it centers, but which is refugee camps in Europe, in North Europe. So the situation of the Palestinian people, the suffering, the Nakba, the catastrophe, this is still ongoing. The struggle is still ongoing. And this is represented by Sheikh Khadr Adnan. This was done in Palestine, but I think today there is a moment where the Palestinian diaspora as well have to join the struggle, not only to join the solidarity movement, have to be part of the national liberation movement and national liberation project and program and be part of building the liberation of Palestine, supporting the existence of the Palestinian people inside our homeland who are facing occupation, but also facing Palestinian authority who is doing security coordination as well. Uh, with the Zionist occupation. We have a big duty and big role as Palestinians in diaspora. In Australia, in Canada, in the United States, especially the Palestinians and the Arabs and internationalists who we live all in the belly of the beach, we live also in the settler colonial countries. Canada and Australia and the United States will never exist without this same project. And that's why the defeat of Israel, the dismantling of the Zionist colonial system in Israel, this will give a very big and important spark to all movements around the world to defeat United States, Australia and Canada and to give the land back and the rights to the indigenous people and to the right people who are fighting oppression. Here, here, that is brilliantly said. As we say in our fight for our self-determination, for our rights on our ancestral lands, the connectedness, the intersectionality between our struggle and the indigenous struggle throughout all of colonized lands, whether it's North America, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, etc., that settler colonialism has to be dismantled. And the first, the first domino, the trigger for all of those is Israel, which is why it is so supported amongst the West. You spoke a little bit earlier on, the hunger strike and Sheikh Adnan's martyrdom is in fact a political assassination. This is not something that Israel can absolve itself of, but rather something that Israel is complicit in. Definitely. Every action in Palestine, every act the Zionist occupation is doing is a, a political, it's a, it was full conscious, assassinating children, assassinating leadership, sieging the Palestinian people, beating youth in Jerusalem. 
this strategy to break the Palestinian resistance, so this strategy of breaking the knees of the youth who are resisting will fall. It falls in the first intifada, it falls in the second intifada. And now while we are seeing a new resistance forces emerge in West Bank, armed forces, Palestinians in Nablus and in Jenin, those are also mostly in the refugee camps who are fighting to return back to their homeland. Uh, also, they are fighting the occupation when they are entering the camps and entering the West Bank. Uh, so this resistance forces that we see that emerging, also with the resistance forces that is dominating now, which we can see in Gaza, no one can today isolate Gaza as Gaza used to be isolated. Not only the peoples of Gaza, but also the political forces, the representatives of the resistance, they are today more obvious the representatives of the Palestinian people. Me as a Palestinian who are coming from Al Halwi camp, who I see my leadership today on the Palestinian level. I see the resistance forces, I see the armed forces, the political prisoners, the youth who are fighting on the ground. Not a corrupted leadership who are seeking to have a piece of land for the bankers and for the some of the Palestinians owners of some multinational companies who have direct interest and benefit with the occupation and with imperialism and with colonialism. And they are on the camp against the Palestinian people. So, of course, the assassination of Khadr Adnan is very political. The occupation itself is very political, but also we have to note that this Zionist project is not only supported by the West or by the colonial states, around the world, but this is their baby project. Israel will never exist without the fund and the total support that they are receiving literally from the European Union. We saw the representative of the European Union at the commission in her speech when she said happy birthday of Israel. She knows very well that this happy birthday exists based on the ethnic cleansing that we face as Palestinians and that's why we are here in Brussels today and in Berlin as refugees. But this is their colonial tool in the region and that's why the defeat of Israel is the defeat of the EU and for Canada and for Australia and for the United States. And the defeat of Israel is a victory not only for the Palestinians, but also for the Yemenites, for the Iraqis, for the Syrians, for the Sudanese, for the Filipinos, for the indigenous people, for the black people and for everyone. Defeating Israel means defeating imperialism and capitalism in the first front. Absolutely. Brilliantly said. We're joined by Mohammed and Charlotte from Samidun, the Palestinian Prisoner Solidarity Network. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget May 13, around Australia, the National Day of Action commemorating 75 years of Nakba. Go to apan.org.au, that's apan.org.au, apan.org.au to find out where your city is meeting on the 13th of May. That's next Saturday for the 75th commemoration of Nakba, the ethnic cleansing of Palestine. Hope to see you at one of those events. I read a lovely note from the Bobby Sands Trust who sent out a tweet in commemoration of the martyrdom of Sheikh Hadar. And there's a couple of beautiful quotes in there. One of them from Sheikh Hadar says, Our freedom is the most precious thing we have. Green lands perfumed with the scent of Palestine carried me. The occupier will never understand our story and our love for our land. And that was complemented by another martyr, Bobby Sands, who said, our revenge will be the laughter of our children. Really, really touching words. Charlotte, why don't you tell us a little bit about some of the actions 
that you and your team coordinate? Sure, absolutely. And just to note that during Kader Adnan's hunger strike on various occasions, current Irish Republican prisoners in British jails actually engaged in solidarity hunger strikes and actions in support of Kader Adnan. And that when he won his freedom, he issued a statement of solidarity with the Irish people out of gratitude to the Irish people for that long running, it's going back to in 1980s, when Bobby Sands was on hunger strike, when Irish political prisoners were exchanging messages of solidarity from the H block to Nafha prison, that this was continuing on into the present day. And Khadr Adnan was one of the primary people kind of carrying on that tradition of active international solidarity between the prisons. So Samidun is an organization that focuses on grassroots advocacy and organizing. So that means working with movements in our communities, working with social justice organizations, trade unions, student groups, people who are organizing for racial justice, people who are fighting back against all forms of colonial repression, to pass resolutions, to make statements, to organize demonstrations, to take to the streets, to undertake direct disruptive actions, to hang up posters and banners and signs, to mobilize political pressure on elected representatives in government, to make it clear that supporting the Zionist occupation is actually something that can have a cost locally as well, and that it can no longer be tolerated or accepted by people. Because we believe that it's really important not just to confine the advocacy for Palestinian political prisoners to kind of a specialized function that takes place only, for example, in UN institutions, or that you have to be a lawyer to advocate for Palestinian political prisoners, that instead you can be anybody because the Palestinian prisoners are the leaders of the resistance. They are the people that the Zionist occupation has seen as being so much of a so-called threat to this colonial project, but they want to lock them behind bars. And these are men and women, children and elders. These are students and teachers. These are workers and farmers. These are the leaders of the student movement, the labor movement. These are freedom fighters and resistors by all mechanisms and means who are being locked up behind bars. And so just as we've always seen in movements against colonialism and movements for social justice, the most effective strugglers who are mobilizing their communities are those who are targeted with this weapon of imprisonment. And so, you know, just a couple of days ago was May 1st, International Workers' Day, and Samidun chapters were active and out on the streets in cities around the world, carrying the images of the prisoners, distributing information, and getting people who are out on the street for justice or the working class to stand with justice for Palestinian prisoners. And I mean, in all of these demonstrations, you know, people were carrying the posters of Khadr Adnan and talking about his case and talking about his 85 at that time days on hunger strike. And so it was the martyrdom of Khadr Adnan is something that we see as a critical reminder of why we cannot just be satisfied with the work that we're doing. And we have to constantly struggle to make it bigger, to make it better, to make it louder, and to build that kind of popular international base of support for the Palestinian people, the Palestinian 
Palestinian prisoners and the Palestinian resistance. And that this is something that we can do by organizing in our communities, in our cities, on our campuses, and to hold these governments accountable for the crimes that they're committing and they're part of. Because the fact is that every single one of these Western governments or settler colonial powers, I mean, including Australia, that continue to provide support for the occupation regime are complicit in the martyrdom of, of Khadr Adnan, are complicit in the ongoing daily crimes of mass incarceration, home demolitions, land confiscation, denial of the right to return, extrajudicial execution, and the imprisonment of nearly 5,000 Palestinian political prisoners locked behind bars. And so we have a responsibility to take action in all the ways we can in our cities, in our communities, and on our streets uh, to really build a popular level of accountability for these crimes. We definitely also want to invite people to get involved in Sami Dune. We send out information, we share news and updates, we share calls to action and toolkits for action, including posters, flyers, mobilization materials that you can use, modify in your own cities, in your own areas. But we have these available on our website at samidun.net, that's S-A-M-I-D-O-U-N.net. And we also would love to talk with people who are interested in setting up a chapter or becoming an affiliate organization or simply developing a partnership between existing organizations and the work that we're doing to make all of our collective work more united and stronger to live up to the example that the Palestinian prisoners, including Sheikh Hader Adnan, set for us on a daily basis. That's brilliant, Charlotte. Thank you so much for that. Listeners, there'll be a link to Sami Dun's website in our podcast. You can go there and subscribe to their mailing list. You can donate. It's very important to send money and funds and subscribe. We've only got a few minutes left. Why don't you talk about what Sheikh Khadr meant to you personally? He is one of the heroes of the Palestinian people that are going lesson to me and to many others in how we can preserve our dignity and how we can take uh, our freedom and not to wait anyone to give us our freedom. And also it's the commitment, the commitment for our people, the commitment for our liberation, the commitment for our community, for our land and for our cause. And this is what is annoying and killing and, and breaking a Zionist ideology and Zionist settler colonial project that is falling every day inside Palestine. Uh, what I want to mention also in this regard, you mentioned the 75 years of Nakba and uh, we encourage everyone to participate and celebrate this day. But I encourage this year to be 75 years of occupation and colonialism, but we must celebrate 75 years plus and much more of strong Palestinian resistance. We need to celebrate this. It's not a moment of celebrating catastrophe. This is a day of struggle that the Palestinian people have been proving since more than 75 years of contributing money and blood and our freedom and our body, not for a piece of land, but for freedom, for struggling against colonialism and for liberation, for a total liberation, for a social liberation, for a land liberation, for economical liberation, and so on. I also will encourage what Charlotte said, people to join Samidun, but also Samidun is part of a broader new Palestinian social and political and popular movement called Masar Badil, 
the alternative revolutionary path. We encourage people to join this movement, Palestinians, Arabs, and internationals, internationalists in diaspora, inside Palestine, anywhere, to be part of the struggle for Palestine and to you. For us, in this 75 years, to announce as Palestinians in diaspora that we will take our role back. We will defeat Oslo. We will defeat Madrid. And we will defeat the corrupted leadership. And we will rebuild our national liberation movement. We will be committed to our duty to protect and support and defend our people back home, but also to build back our institutions and organizations, community organizations that will enable us to mobilize ourselves to defeat our enemy because our enemy is not only in Haifa and Yafa and in Al-Quds and Gaza, our enemy in Australia and Canada and in Brussels and in Berlin and in Paris. And we see how our community is facing this danger. Our community abroad and in diaspora, we are also part of the working class struggle, but we are also part of the struggle against fascism and against racism. And this is what we face here as well, apart that we are Palestinians, but we are still Arab, Muslims, people of color, that we are facing discrimination and facing racism where we exist. So struggling for our liberation in Palestine means also being involved in the local struggle for housing, for the local struggle against racism and so on. This connection between the Palestinian struggle and the, every single struggle is going on around the world. It's a must and we need it for the liberation of Palestine and our people. So I encourage people to join any Palestinian organization, international organization, Samidun, uh, Masar Badir, because this is the moment and this is the time and we see the victory is coming in the future. We see the resistance is stronger. The will of the resistance is stronger. The youth are joining the resistance and all forms of resistance in Gaza. The youth who are leading the armed resistance and in North America and Europe, the Palestinian youth are leading the popular movement and the mass movement and the boycott movement as well. Fantastic, Mohammed. What a brilliant way to end the show. Charlotte Mohammed from Samidun, Palestinian Prisoner Solidarity Network. Thank you so very much for joining us this morning. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much for having us as well. Our pleasure. Thank you. Listeners, don't forget May 13, come along to the Nakba commemorations, but also celebrations of Palestinian resistance and steadfastness. May 13, go to apan.org.au, apan.org.au to find out details. Also go to the podcast link to find details on how to hook up and join Samidun, the Palestinian Prisoner Solidarity Network. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. And remember, there's never been a better time for a free Palestine.